This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you are listening to Epilepsy Hell, to Epilepsy Well. Why not try something that works, like taking care of yourself instead of depending upon everyone else to do it for you? Because honestly, that's the only way any human being alive can truly survive and thrive in this hellacious world of people that mean well, or that are just plain mean. So, today, we're going to discuss, very briefly, the seven stages of grief. This is the whole process of just what we go through every time we got to start from zero. I mean, when you're going from zero to hero and the whole process, you got to start at ground zero. And you know, sometimes it's the whole process of we're digging holes for ourselves and the holes just get deeper and deeper and deeper and things just get worse and worse and worse and it just gets harder to get better and harder to get forward until you're able to do a little bit of pivot and a little bit of processing that gives you the motivation and mindset to actually enjoy your life again because you can't do it while you're freaking out and you can't do it while you're having seizures and you can't do it while you're not addressing the real problem and the real problem is you are allergic to bullshit my friend your brain does not like it that is the truth It is an allergy. You are basically allergic to whatever it is that's triggering seizures in your brain. And if you can treat it as such, it will really, really, really help. But if you don't believe me, that's because you're stuck in denial. And that is the first stage of the seven stages of grief. It's just the fact that you're shocked. You're in grief. Something horrible has happened to you, like epilepsy, hell, seizures. Basically, every time you have a seizure, you have to go through the process of shock, of like, no, not again. Why me? No, I can't, can't take this. And, you know, I mean, you just got to get through that point. Then it turns into the whole... You know, pain and guilt. Uh, you know, like I, I should have done this, and then maybe, maybe, and then I, I could do this instead. And it's the whole, whole kind of beating yourself up, and the whole trying to find ways to run and hide, and just not quite having the emotional intelligence quite yet to get out of this like kind of almost addictive phase where you're like. Uh, basically addicted to getting out of pain. I mean, understandably, pain sucks. And, you know, the guilt behind knowing that oftentimes we could do things and address things that would make our lives better, but we don't always know how. And, you know, people make us feel guilty too just because we're not who we used to be and we beat ourselves up about not being able to you know, do these things that we want to and all the people we think that we're letting down by not living up to their expectations, you know, and that causes a whole lot more pain too and just the whole process of going through all of this and seriously, once you get out of denial, 
once you're dealing with the pain and the guilt, you know, you go into kind of a victim mentality and just being angry and you start making deals. It's like, well, if I do this, maybe I can do that. And then the next thing you know, you're back to square one. You're back to denial and shock and grief because you didn't move through it and you had another seizure. And then you got to go through the pain and the guilt again and the addiction to getting out of pain. And then you got to go through the anger and the bargaining. And it's a whole process of just trying to hunt for a solution instead of trying to come up with the easiest, laziest way to continue old patterns that don't break. And, you know, I mean, if you can't get past this anger and bargaining, I mean, you, you turn into a point where you're just extra depressed. And, you know, you start reflection and loneliness, which is so much better than lashing out you know, and making bad choices, but you don't want to be stuck in the depression part. You really want to be reflecting, and while you might feel like you're all alone and lonely, this is the best time for you to decompress and work on who you are and what it is that you need, because oftentimes there's too much going on around us, and we just need a break, and sadly, if we're not paying attention, your body will tell you it's time for a break. And you will have one and you'll feel broke and you're going to be depressed. And then you're not going to be able to hang out with anybody and you're going to be wondering why. And, you know, once you realize why it is it's all this is going on and you can move through the depression and the loneliness and you just start the upward turn. You start seeing there's... The possibility of something greater and better than now because there's got to be. I mean, it's got to be something better than hell. And they always say the grass is greeter on somebody else's yard. And you know, if that's your case, it's probably because they're watering their yard. And it's time for you to start watering yours. So you need to not compare yourself to the other people. You need to see, like, hey, look, you can compare yourself in the aspect of where you want to be, but don't compare yourself to they're better than me because they have what I want. Because, honestly, you should be happy for them because they were able to succeed. And that means that you're capable of succeeding, too, because if somebody else can do it, you can, too. And so this gives you that upward turn. You know, you're able to have... This future that you can appreciate. So you're not running from pain. You're looking for pleasure. You're like, hey, a good life again. Family and friends and people I can appreciate being around. A life that gives me meaning. Or at least doesn't leave me on the floor all day or for weeks. You know, seizures really suck. And once you get that upward turn once you get that future that just drives you forward and gives you the momentum you're finally able to come to the next stage of reconstructing who you are and what it is that drives you with this future because once you know who you want to be then you're able to start making the changes and adjustments in your life to get there 
And you don't have to do anything super crazy, anything super drastic, and like start throwing everything out of your cabinets and fridge and, you know, closets and stuff to to reinvent, reconstruct yourself. You just got to make little changes, you know, a little bit at a time. So, I mean, you'd be amazed, you know, just a little degree every day for 30 days changes you 30 degrees, you know. So if you're trying to get a 90-degree turn, it takes you 90 days. If you're trying to do a full 180, that sounds like that's about six months to do a 180. And that's for reals. Like, oftentimes in the process of trying to build up from the very, very bottom, it's work. And you got to work through the stages and you got to reconstruct who you are based on the fact that you've been through all this denial and this grief and this shock. And you don't want to go back to that. You don't want to experience this pain and the guilt and the addiction of trying to get out of it. You know, you don't want to suffer, you know, emotionally. You want to be able to process this and no longer feel like you're a victim, that you're angry and that you need to make the worst deals ever just to do it. And that you have that you're being hunted by your epilepsy. You're being hunted by problems. You know, and these moving through the depression and seriously, once you can reflect on how awesome it is to be you and to have some peace and quiet, you know, the loneliness isn't there anymore and you're able to seriously just build so much momentum towards that future and reconstructing of yourself. And when you're finally proud of the steps that you've made and you can see these accomplishments you're at that last stage of acceptance and hope because you have hope for tomorrow, you have hope for today, and you actually have hope for other people. So you've accepted that life isn't perfect, that you're allergic to all the BS that goes on in your life, and that you don't want to have to be stressed out, you don't want to have to be overloaded, You don't have to be triggered into having a horrible day. You want to be triggered happy. You know, that's the best way to be is trigger yourself happy. You know, address the stuff that's going on in your life. Don't deny it. Don't, you know, bottle up and be all guilty that, you know, you messed up. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. You know, and it's okay. You're not a victim to the people around you. You're not a victim to your epilepsy. You're really just suffering from not understanding what it is that you need to do to take care of yourself. And you need to reflect on that and just keep building momentum upward and onward and building who you are. Reconstruct yourself into this beautiful being of acceptance and hope you know i have had to constantly go through this process of rebuilding myself and i know you have too i mean every time you're dealing with a seizure every time you start to gain some foot you know and then you have another seizure and they reset a lot of you are trying to count the days and months and years between your episodes and honestly i'm just trying to live one day at a time And that's the best way to live is it doesn't matter if I had a seizure yesterday. It doesn't matter if I had one today. 
it doesn't matter if I have one tomorrow because I'm going to be okay because I've gone through the steps that you can go through to be okay too. And so when you're done being in denial about the fact that you are so amazing, when you're done being shocked about how awesome you are, you know, when you're done thinking that you're not worthwhile, when you're done beating yourself up for finding yourself in some of the worst situations that you really have trouble controlling, it's fine. Just stop being mad at yourself. Stop being mad at the people around you. Stop making bad deals to like get yourself through the moment. And you're going to be fine. Honestly, it's just a compelling future. The glorious track. The whole victory at the end of the battle. You know, and uh, the Vikings, they talk about, you know, when you die at the end of these battles, like, you know, you go to have Valhalla, these warriors, they go to Valhalla and they go and they fight all day, every day they go back and they fight. And at the end of these fights, they go and they feast and they party and they appreciate the whole process and the victories of going out and fighting. And, you know, whether they survived or whether they were slaughtered, you know, everybody enjoyed the whole process of being alive and going out and being the best warrior and fighter that they could be. And you need to do the same thing. And the whole mindset of just being the best warrior you can be and you know, looking death in the face and saying, not today. Taking every step that you can to be the... Understanding who you are because that is ultimately how you get control of your epilepsy and how you manage this allergy to BS, this overloading process, this situation that truly is a hell that no one deserved and sorry that you're going through this and i'm sorry that it is so hard and the answers just haven't been out there yet but we're working on this there's a lot of us that we all understand that self-care truly is the only way to take care of yourself and we'll be getting more people uh, on here to be talking about this with you as well so you guys can hear some amazing stories about other people that have used self-care to turn their epilepsy adventures around. So today, I actually joined a Facebook group that is dedicated to epileptic entrepreneurs. And it's a very interesting group. I have not had the opportunity to meet a whole lot of people. I read a few comments and I did actually talk with Another acupuncturist out of Florida who is medicated and she's doing pretty good on her medication and stuff. So it's pretty nice hearing that there are people out there that are doing well. Um, she's a little struggling with her COVID aspect of trying to run a business. So I'm not sure what um, her plans are for the future, but I definitely think it'll be nice working with her and trying to talk and powwow because honestly it was really exciting to talk to another acupuncturist about epilepsy you know in a language that you can only talk to another acupuncturist in i mean i can translate it all day for you to understand um, but ultimately it's me translating words all the time that are larger than 
what they need to be. Um, it's like my girlfriend, Ina, is from Ukraine, and so she speaks Russian, Ukrainian, and uh, more or less English. <laughs> so I've listened to their whole family talk, and it's really interesting hearing them jump from Ukrainian, Russian, and English, like all in the same sentence. Because basically you say whatever word is the shortest way of saying things. Because there are many words in many languages that are incredibly long and difficult to say when compared to another language, and then vice versa. So it always kind of has its checks and balances in the way that we go through life. So I was pretty shocked today. I was trying not to be in denial about it, but I was shocked. But there was no real guilt, but a little growing pain in the process of trying to read and keep up with people and answer questions. And I didn't really feel very angry about it. And I was bargaining a little bit. It's like I can do this much, and then at some point I'm going to have to get off. And I reflected on whether or not I had a good conversation and moment. And I realized that that gave me a pretty compelling future. So I've been reconstructing some thoughts and some ideas and what I can do to kind of work with some of these other people in that group as well. And I'm looking forward to that possibility of, again, working with people and whatever level they're at. I mean, there's we're at all different stages in life, whether you're in epilepsy hell, whether you're finally epilepsy well, or whether you're, you know, an epilepreneur, you know what I'm saying? If you're an epileptic entrepreneur, that is the next level. That's like the, you know, the third step in taking back your life is first you, you know, you go through the process, you know, then you can do more and then you can do a lot more, especially when you've got mentors and <clears throat> a team and a community of other like-minded individuals that want to succeed that want to push you to succeed, and that will. They won't just say, yeah, you should do it someday. They say, hey, look, this is how you do it. Let's go. So I'm telling you, this is how we do it. You take care of yourself. You take care of yourself every single day like your life matters because your life does matter. You matter and it doesn't matter what it is you can or can't accomplish for the day. doesn't make you important or unimportant because you did or didn't take a shower or you did or didn't do your laundry or whatever. Like, seriously, just being alive is precious. If you understood, you know, the whole concept of how little organic life there is out in the rest of the universe, you would realize how special you are. There's an awful lot of inorganic life material out there. And so, uh, for the most part, be special. Accept yourself. Love yourself. Don't beat yourself up for all these problems. And your day's going to be a whole lot better. So, it's Thursday right now. We had a success connection tonight. It was wonderful. Had a nice conversation and nice, nice time here. Um, gonna get some more information together about how to continue a future for all of us to be better, to grow better, to do better, and to know exactly what it is to do. So Epilepsy Secrets 
is going to be coming along. I got the epilepsysecrets.com website started. So hopefully I should have that up soon and be working on the book again tomorrow that I had started back in November. And again, I'm hoping to have that finished up by the end of this year. So that still gives me a couple more weeks. So it's been a pleasure. I hope you all are taking care of yourself as best as you can, taking care of the people around you as best as you can, but not letting them destroy your sanity or your health because that is way more important to make sure that you're healthy and you're not people-pleasing. Don't be a codependent enabler. Don't let people destroy your life and don't destroy other people's lives. So that's the important thing is balance, checks and systems, accountability, making sure you're documenting your seizures and your alarms are going off or your medications or your foods or smoking pot or whatever it is that you do to be the best version of yourself as you're working through all this crap so thank you all have a wonderful night afternoon morning whatever time it is of the day for yourself is always right now so right now is the best time to take action and the best time to better yourself so if you are an epileptic entrepreneur go ahead and look up um look us up on the uh, facebook group and we're accepting more people in there there's plenty of groups around i'm telling you if you need help if you want help it's there you just got to be willing to help yourself and do the steps so love you all be well